This is RTI, Radio Tisnes International, to bring you news, views and reports on life on the Norwegian West Coast. RTI, from Tisnes with love. Wenceslas Square, which is a, which is a rectangle, which is the almost the equivalent of the Champs Elysees in Paris, although it's miles away. Listening to uh, Paul Amani from the from Cork with Love Station, strolling the streets of Prague, which really takes me back to my last visit half a year ago, but. Um, Let's hear some more, shall we? Prague will be one of the last major European city to be liberated by the Allies in 1945. <laughs> Sounds like Prague, all right. Always oh, something going on. That is the that is one of the guide groups. There's a group of about 20 people in a big circle around the in, in this in a part of the square. Thank you, Paul. Um, I really enjoyed your two episodes. Be that as it may, here's a quick extract from the 22nd of October RTI Prague edition, just to give you an idea and for reminiscing purposes, of course. Then head over to From Cork with Love and check out his two episodes from his stay there during the weekend. Enjoy. The reason I'm walking in the direction of the Imperial Art Deco Hotel is because... Radio Tisnes International. The Prague Edition. Hello, this is Jalle Peterson reporting from uh, the city of France, Kafka and, um, well, Alphonse Mucha and God knows who. Uh, it's been a couple of days. Well, more than just a couple of days since I last anchored. Uh, primarily due to the fact that I'm on vacation with my family and I don't get much time to myself. So, there you are. This is probably a one-off. I'm um, actually, at the moment, on my way, on my own, to the... Uh, Communist Museum or the Museum of Communism as I'm the only family member interested in the topic <laughs> so well hence hence the uh, recording I'm recording this in advance for um, 
broadcasting at a later stage when I'm back at the hotel with Wi-Fi. I do not intend to spend my data and deplete my battery on waving. So, uh, the Museum of Communism it is then. I'm sure I'll be able to record something up there too. So, this is me signing off for a minute.
find myself at the entrance of the Museum of Communism, looking at the statue of Karl Marx. Quite majestic, actually. Moving on. Passing the uh, basic background information of Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels, who uh, formulated the tenets of communism in 1848. Common knowledge, so moving on. Ah, something about the Soviet Union, of course. There's no getting around it. And, of course, a huge picture of the uh, famous cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin, first man in space. And I've entered a room chock-a-brick of communist art. The exhibition is called The Socialist Hero. And, well, you know the drill, or should I say, the style. The heroic workers and farmers marching together against the evil capitalists. Let's see what it says there. Immediately after the communists grabbed power, they began to form a new socialist man, homo-communism, really, owned about the same amount of things as his fellow citizens, loved communism and comrade Stalin, and hated capitalism and the USA. In keeping with Marxist slogans and in honor of communist holidays, the new socialist man had to work more than was expected of him. <clears throat> Just quoting the description of the socialist hero exhibition. Ah, here's an old motorcycle. I wonder if perchance it is a Yava. And it is. Also, something called a stadion. Light motorcycle. God. I think I could stay here for a substantial amount of hours, more than agreed with my daughter and wife currently shopping in the Palladium department store, <laughs> which is why I'm here. Okay. Entering the propaganda department. Ah, <clears throat> Quoting from the description, the communists used all means imaginable and even some that were unimaginable to convince the public of the correctness of the socialist system. Blah, 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 television. <laughs> A lot of propaganda posters. That's got to be Stalin, isn't it? Oh, yes. Um, Mir, peace, isn't it? Um, and yeah, you know what I'm talking about.
think I'll have to split this report into at least two waves, probably three, if not more. Have to grab the chance now that I have it on my own. So, moving on. Something here about the uh, secret police, probably the <coughs> Czech secret police and uh, the Soviet NKVD. There's a camera here looking more like a machine gun, to be honest. Okay, um, I'm ending this wave. Let's see if I can splice them all together somehow. There's a lot here about secret operations and persecuting the faithful, as one headline states, guarding the borders, you know. Well, this is obviously about the former communist Czechoslovakia. Um, which ended around the time the uh, Iron Curtain fell. Something about labor camps, you know, they had tough times. Um, and this is what I would call gefundenes Fressen for someone like me with my lifelong political interest and, and also as a former soldier of the Cold War dealing with Soviet submarines in Norwegian fjords. I'm out now in an open area. Ah, the Prague Spring. Ah, the Soviet Bolsheviks could not, not allow democracy to be victorious in Czechoslovakia. There was too high a risk of other communist countries being inspired by the events of the Prague Spring. I remember that. I remember that. 1968. Remember selling tiny Czechoslovakian flags made out of paper with a pin through it to put on your lapel. I must have been six years old. My goodness. Ah, and of course, the Velvet Revolution, 1989. Vaclav Havel, remember? And the fall of the Berlin Wall. There's a huge picture here of You know, oh, Iron Curtain, Iron Curtain, but... <laughs> Perestroika, Gorbachev, Mikhail Gorbachev. Sorry about the Iron Curtain. Speaking of Iron Curtains and the Berlin Wall, well, no wonder. Currently inside what is supposed to be a regular shop, not even a supermarket, I'd say a convenience store 
with very sparse supply of goods, some communist advertising for some Czechoslovakian cola, mineral water, I don't know. <laughs> Quite funny to look at. Um, yeah. But I have to say that I expected more. This can't be it. I think maybe I entered to the left with an option to also go to the right for more, which is what I'm doing right now. Then again, I didn't take the time to stop and read, because, you know, I know the story. I've been delving deep into this matter on so many occasions since I was, I don't know, 11 years old, probably. Ah, as La uh, <laughs> Lenin missing a hand and, well, it's a statue, hand cut off and I can see it has a core of styrofoam, styrofoam or something, underneath the stony exterior. Another Stalin statue with a hole through his hand. He clearly originally held a banner or flag or something. And that was about it. Um, I've sat down in the museum cafe for a complimentary cup of espresso, um, contemplating the fate of the people living in communist countries no more than 20, 25, no, close to 30 years ago now. God, time flies. <coughs> um, I wish there was more, but then again, I, I do know the story. Quite detailed. There's a shop out there with museum souvenirs, communist paraphernalia. Um, so when I leave here, I could also, of course, <coughs> consider the KGB museum also in Prague. But I suppose I'll have to join my wife and daughter. Maybe not while shopping. I think maybe I'll grab a beer somewhere before that. Uh, I won't be able to post much more for a couple of days, for quite a few days actually. I'll be back home on Tuesday with time to resume regular, semi-regular transmissions. So, 
This is your RTI host signing off for now at least.
I should perhaps mention <coughs> that we've um, been in Prague before, uh, last year actually, in the summer of 2016. So we've seen a lot of the attractions, such as the Alfons Mucha Museum, the famous Jugend slash Art Nouveau artist, uh, the um, St. Vitus Cathedral within the Prague Castle, which is a site to be seen, all of it, built over the centuries and expanded over the centuries since <laughs> before the Middle Ages, I think. Quite a fascinating site. Um, we planned to visit the uh, National Museum this time as it was renovated last year. <laughs> Turns out it's, it's still under renovation. <laughs> Not sure if it's open though, parts of it is but the main building definitely being renovated. So we'll have to look into that. Um, uh, we were planning on doing a very tourist, tourist thing, such as taking a river cruise. <laughs> I mean, we've done most of it already, but my daughter loves the place. She's the one who wanted to go back. Uh, I suspect primarily for the shopping um, and uh, we've been to a couple of uh, vintage shops. She's in that age, 14 years of age, you know, and a little alternative, underground inspired, joy division and all that jazz. So. <laughs> I've been I, there hasn't been time to to broadcast anything at all because I'm just following wherever they lead uh, and uh, I'm about to meet them in a little while but now for a nice cold beer somewhere cheers now sitting in a square Ah, blue skies above. Lots of people around. In a restaurant, outdoor restaurant with an original Budweiser Budvar Lager Pilsner. Now, that is pretty close to perfection, isn't it? waiting for the girls to <laughs> complete the shopping round. I suspect that is going to take a while. <laughs> Hope I don't get, don't get drunk in the process. No, really, I should head over to them in a while. But I, <laughs> I gave my daughter a call a minute ago and she said they were far from done, so no surprises there. Uh, life is good in Prague. 
taking it easy. We've seen most of the attractions before, so we're not in a hurry to reach anything, and that's pretty comfortable, really. Uh, unlike the last time, we felt we were on a schedule, and uh, this is something completely, completely different altogether, really. I feel I should apologize for not putting up waves on local Tisnes news, but I really couldn't care less, <laughs> honestly. So, there's that. Um, just a quick report on life in central Prague on a beautiful day with beer on the table. Cheers. Quite literally, cheers. Norwegian in a Czech restaurant. Could I have the Czech, please? Which concludes the October 2017 RTI Prague special. Now back to the future. Oh, Jarla, it's lovely to hear your voice and thank you ever so much. I will now pop over in a minute to um, your station or to pop over to your episode and listen. But just to let you know, I've included uh, um, your uh, message to me in a small update of the podcast. So underneath, uh, what does it say? More Prague. Oh, how lovely. <laughs> we'll have to hurry over to your station then. You know, listening to your previous Prague episodes brought me back to the bank of Vltava. Vltava, yeah. And the um, Winchester Square, picturing the bank with the waiting riverboats near the theatre. Can't wait to hear the rest. Thanks a million, Paul. Oh, Jarle, it's good to listen to your your voice from Prague, even if it was six months ago, because I didn't hear it the first time. Can't think why, but I didn't. Just a few random thoughts in relation to it. I found the I found the Internationale quite stirring. I've always found it stirring, but it was good to. I listened to it many, 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 many more times years ago. But to hear it while walking down the street in Cork was uh, was a new experience. Also, to hear you describe a little of what the Museum of Communism is like had me thinking: Wouldn't that be a fascinating discussion? What I mean by that, a fascinating discussion, I mean a discussion about, I suppose I mean communism and the manifestations of communism, um, the history of it, the, the 1848 Communist Manifesto, onwards and even before that uh, 
how interesting a conversation would that be? And I haven't had one for like that for a long time. Once upon a time, I had many conversations like that about that. Conversations about 1917, conversations about 1919, um, and so forth. Uh, you have me thinking a lot. I suppose I put the wrong title on the last piece of audio, Yarla, because what I really meant more was not so much thinking about communism as thinking about talking about communism, or thinking about conversations about communism. And, uh, and I guess that really means uh, conversations about history. And for the most part, 20th century history. 20th century European history cannot really be discussed in much detail without reference to uh, Russia, the Soviet Union, and the ideas, and the situations, and the suffering. Paul, what an excellent idea. While not exactly within the scope of Radio Tisnes International and its primary objective, namely to spread knowledge on a tiny island community. 20th century history and the Cold War most definitely are among my personal favorites. Um, a look at my now discontinued blog says it all really. But I'd love to have that talk as a co-hosted episode perhaps disregarding RTI's primary objective. <laughs> the um, Immediate fortnight is going to be extremely busy, though. But let's ponder the idea. At least I know I'd love that. Talk to you later, Paul. <laughs>